Hey guys, this is Courtney from the Astro Biz Podcast, where we talk about business, astrology, spirituality, and all things woo. Each week, I interview incredible business owners, give you guys astrological updates that are channeled from the heavens, and I also give you guys insights about anything you need to know about spirituality topics. Please don't forget to leave a review if you like these episodes. You guys can always find me under Willow's Bloom on Instagram, YouTube, and on willowsbloom.com. I hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, so now I'm going to break down what is going to happen in 2021 by quarter, and I'm also going to tell you about the tarot and oracle cards that I pulled for each quarter. Okay, so we're starting off on January 17th with Jupiter in Aquarius making a square to Uranus and Taurus. So I really see Jupiter here um, as this kind of creation planet, the planet that has the higher vision of our society and our movement and progress progression forward. And so when it's making this um, tense angle with Uranus, it's basically saying that we almost have to feel a little bit of discomfort with our current status quo, with the way things that are currently going in order for us to envision new and different changes and to create those changes quite rapidly. Because Jupiter helps us um, create and manifest abundance into our life and Uranus does things overnight. It does things at the drop of a hat. And so the fact that these are in a tense conversation is basically saying that they want to combine their energies, but we need to find a new vision or new path in order to do that. Then on January 20th, we're going to have Mars conjunct Uranus at six degrees of Taurus. And this is the inauguration day. And I do feel like this could be a rather um, impulsive time, one where people are feeling more aggressive or hostile. And I do think it's possible that people could be um, rebelling in some fashion. That's why I put, you know, the, the image of people's fists in the air, because with these planets aligning, it means that they're blending their energies. And Mars is a very aggressive warlike planet, and it really represents the strife or the things that break people apart. And Uranus can be this very um, tumultuous energy that that can lead to a lot of um, eruptions, I think is a great word. And so the fact that these are aligned, I definitely think that it's going to cause people to feel um, like kind of like they want to break out, break free and be heard and assert themselves. And this will be happening on a collective and personal level. And so I definitely think that um, this conjunction can lead to a little bit more tumultuous times. And so I just want you guys to be kind of ready for that. Then on February 17th, Saturn in Aquarius is going to square Uranus and Taurus. So this is where I feel like Jupiter and Saturn are really working together with Uranus to start breaking down the old things that weren't working in order to build Jupiter's vision. So Jupiter starts off on January 17th kind of looking ahead with Uranus and and deciding what we should change. And then Saturn comes in here on February 17th and realizes or helps us realize that in order to create those new changes or those new developments, we have to first dismantle the old things. And 
we've kind of been setting the stage for this in all of 2020. So I do feel like it's going to be a continuation of that, but in a different way, because 2020, everything was moving through Capricorn. Um, and now Saturn is in uh, Aquarius, which it likes to be here. Um, it's actually, yeah, it does really well in Aquarius. And so the energy of Aquarius, as I've, as I mentioned various times, is very air-like. And so I think that the changes that we need to make, the dismantling of the old, is going to happen a lot more suddenly, um, a lot more in a way that can kind of shock our system. And that's really what the square to Uranus is telling me, is that it's going to feel very disruptive and, um, yeah, kind of shocking or um, very uncomfortable and it's not a gradual process. So Saturn typically slows things down, but Uranus speed things, speeds things up. So I feel like their energies combined are going to be like faster destruction in a way. And um, yeah, it could be uncomfortable at first, but I don't necessarily think that that's a bad thing because ultimately it's going to lead us to a more positive beginning. And that's really what Jupiter making the first square to Uranus is saying that we have this vision and we're going to start manifesting that vision. Um, but we have to kind of leave behind the old. Another interpretation of Saturn square Uranus can result in changes to our current infrastructure um, and material world because Uranus is in Taurus. So the material world can be altered in the fact that we can have more restrictions in some aspects. So, so there could be um, I definitely think that there's going to be just in general with Saturn and Aquarius more restrictions on the freedom of speech and the sharing of information. So a lot more censorship. Um, I also think it could relate to an economic crisis because Taurus is ruling over our financial systems. Um, and with Uranus here, it can create kind of big changes to the economy. I think that's already been building up throughout this whole 2020. So that shouldn't come as too much of a surprise. Um, and then the other interpretation of this is that there could be disruptions to the food that we receive, the food supply chains, um, you know, having certain foods available in the stores whenever we want, that could change. So I think it's going to be important to, I guess, kind of prepare in a way, um, or at least have a little bit of extra food on deck and prepare mentally and emotionally for the stock markets to to sh take a shift and to um, maybe have less money than usual and be okay with that because I think there's some things that we just have to surrender to. So the tarot and oracle cards that I pulled for this quarter are the Page of Swords and Yod, which is representative of um, an aspect or multiple aspects um, in a configuration in somebody's natal chart. So I'll explain what that is in just a second. But the Page of Swords is this brand new idea energy. It's it's a brand new start. It's having these downloads come in about what you want to do moving forward, how you want to proceed, what you want things to look like, and using also the power of our mind to start creating the new future. And I feel like this is actually corresponding to the Jupiter and Aquarius energy squaring Uranus, where it's basically giving us these kind of genius downloads, because that's something else that, it, that Uranus does, is it can give us um, genius insights into what we should do in the future. 
Um, it's like this very innovative energy. And so I think that we're going to have these brand new innovative ideas come in with the Page of Swords. And then we're going to realize with Mars conjunct Uranus and Saturn square Uranus that we need to create some pretty radical, drastic, and uncomfortable changes um, faster than maybe we normally would. And that is what the Yod represents. So if you have a Yod in your natal chart, basically what happens is you have some tense angles between um, three different planets. And so when this Yod is activated, there are going to be multiple areas of your life that are kind of going up in flames at once. Like I've seen people who have lost their jobs or moved and had a breakup and all those things happening at once. And so a yod is kind of like this intense moment of spiritual evolution where you're really challenged for a short period of time in order to overcome those difficulties and, and move onto a path that's more aligned. And that's exactly what I feel like is going to be happening in January and February. We're going to be given the opportunity to experience this discomfort, but to grow through it and to find a path that is way more aligned, which is coming through with the Page of Swords. So I think this is going to be um, a really good time, although maybe a challenging time mentally and emotionally. Okay, so the second quarter, we have April through June. Um, on May 23rd, we are going to have Saturn retrograde in Aquarius. And then on June 20th, we'll have Jupiter retrograde in two degrees, uh, two degrees of Pisces. So having these two planets go retrograde, um, just about a month apart, I feel like that's basically trying to give us a break so that we can integrate all of the changes, all of the developments that have happened in 2021, even though it's only been you know, a few months at this point, I think things are going to be moving so quickly, changing so quickly that we're going to need that time to integrate pretty quickly, pretty early on. Um, and so, yeah, I feel like both of these planets are going to give us a chance to really determine what we, what we need to change internally within ourselves to emotionally catch up um, with the changes that are going on around us. It's very important to not keep moving forward. You know, it's like we always have to take a break, take a rest and look around around us and yeah, and just kind of see how far we've come and integrate all the lessons because if we are always continuing to move forward, we don't have uh, the perspective that we need, right? To have these deeper emotional shifts within us. And so I feel like that's giving us the opportunity to do that when these planets go retrograde. And it's going to kind of slow things down, slow the external changes in our environment down a little bit so that it doesn't feel um, maybe as, as crazy as usual. However, I did put an image with all these arrows pointing in different directions. And that's because there is kind of contrasting energy here so while those planets are slowing down giving us a chance to reflect and integrate these new lessons there are eclipses starting to happen so on june 10th we're having a solar eclipse at 19 degrees of gemini and i do feel like this is bringing a lot of change in the external world in our personal lives so while saturn and jupiter are more collective or societal planets um i do feel like them retrograding will kind of calm down the changes in our society, but these eclipses will cause more changes in our personal lives. And so 
I think that this will be part of the integration period where we are changing ourselves internally and then to to kind of catch up with these um, external changes in our environment. And then on top of that, the solar eclipses are going to be happening, which will continue to change things in our personal lives, um, likely as a result of some of these shifts that we've made internally. So I think we're going to have a lot of realizations coming through, um, new opportunities coming through in June, and it could be a little bit of a crazy period on the personal level. And then on June 14th, we're going to have Saturn retrograde um, squaring Uranus. So it's going to be the similar energy of last quarter, but this time Saturn is retrograde. So it's basically meaning that Saturn is going to face more blocks, like it's not going to process or assimilate all the information from Uranus as easily. Um, it can create kind of more trouble in getting started, getting going. Um, so it's kind of like this stop-start energy where it wants to create change, it wants to dismantle the old, but it's going to be facing this more like lethargy or um, like blocks that it will stumble on type of thing. So that's why I have the arrows pointing in different directions because we have a little bit of this contradictory energy of slowing down, radical changes, speeding up, slowing down. So it's kind of all over the place, but I definitely think the retrogrades of these planets are going to be ultimately helpful for us uh, um, as a collective. And then I pulled some tarot and oracle cards and they are the Ten of Swords, the Six of Wands, the Two of Cups, and the Eleventh House. So the Ten of Swords is this card where... This woman is laying down with 10 swords in her back and she's clearly been struggling, <laughs> you know, like that clearly hurts. She's been through quite a bit of pain, quite a bit of turmoil. And I feel like that is us at this point in time. You know, all of 2020 was challenging. The first part of this year honestly looks challenging of 2021. And I think we're coming up on the second quarter, like we need a break. And I think that's part of why this 10 of swords energy is coming up saying that the cycle is closing out and that we're going to start getting a little bit more reprieve. Things are going to start feeling easier and a little bit better, but you know, we're still kind of a little bit traumatized from this energy, but ultimately it's going to be positive because the six of wands is a very victorious card. It represents positive changes. Um, yeah, literally victories like the woman in the tarot card that I have is riding around on a horse and Kind of just like she conquered something and so i do feel like this is us conquering this challenging year or year and a half and really coming out victorious coming out changed coming out renewed in a sense and i do feel like this is our period of time to go within and come back to ourselves to get to know ourselves better through all of these changes and that's what i feel like the two of cups is representing so I think the true victory for us is truly getting to know who we are through all the challenging times. I mean, whenever you look back at some horrible moments in your life, you almost never regret them many years later because you know that it made you who you are today and it challenged you, it had you grow, and it showed you how strong and how resilient you are. And so I feel like that is like the true reward that we're going to start seeing in quarter two is the essence of our resilience and we're going to feel um, like we're starting to get a little bit better and then the 11th house is really the same energy of Aquarius so I feel like it's kind of affirming that we're going to still be dealing with these um, Aquarian topics and as well as focusing a lot on our community and our friendships so how can we 
take this new knowledge of ourselves and bring that to our friendships. I feel like that's going to become a focus also in the last quarter um, is like now that we're creating all these changes, how is it going to affect the people around us? And are we going to start creating new friendships or new communities? I think that could come in for us in quarter two of 2021. And then in quarter three, there wasn't any major astrological things that I wanted to talk about. So I put a picture of, you know, this green pasture that looks so beautiful and peaceful because I do feel like it's going to give us some more stability through July and September, um, July, August and September. And I pulled some tarot and oracle cards for this time. And I got the Ten of Pentacles in the fourth house. The Ten of Pentacles and the fourth house are both related to um, family and having like this sense of security and abundance and stability to support you. So I definitely feel like we're going to feel much more stable at this point in time. And I can't remember off the top of my head when the North Node shifts into Taurus, but that would also help us kind of reach towards a more stable outcome in our lives as well. And so I think that this is going to be a little bit of a reprieve for us in a more crazy year. And then the last quarter, October through December, we're, we're going to have a lot going on again. So on October 10th, Saturn is moving direct in Aquarius, and then Jupiter will follow suit, moving direct in Aquarius on October 17th, so just a week later. So now that these are both moving direct, we're going to start having the changes pick up again. We're going to start feeling the progress happen again. And um, I do feel like at this point, we're going to be ready for it. You know, after all the retrogrades and integration and rest period, I feel like we're going to want to keep moving forward again. And this is giving us that opportunity. Then on November 19th, there's going to be a partial lunar eclipse at 27 degrees of Taurus. So this lunar eclipse um, is the, I believe this is the first one now that the North Node has moved into Taurus. So let me explain a little bit about what that means. So this past year and a half, we've had the North Node in Gemini. And the North Node in Gemini is basically saying that as a society, as a collective, we are being called to embody the energy of Gemini more in order to create a greater balance and to leave behind some of the more shadow traits of the Sagittarius energy, which is the opposite polarity of Gemini and the South Node. So... Gemini energy that we've been attempting to embody the past year and a half is about really being more open-minded. It's about obviously communicating and sharing ideas, but being really open to other people's perspectives. And the Sagittarius energy is, is the energy that we're meant to leave behind. And it's this energy of, of I know everything or I'm right and no one else is wrong, being much more dogmatic in our beliefs. And you can see the shadow side of this really coming out this past year um, and a half where people are kind of butting heads in a really drastic way, even more so than in years past. And that's because the South Node of Sagittarius is highlighting this need to let go of that shadow side and to be open to the fact that everyone has their own unique truth. Even if we want to listen to our own truth and our intuition, being open and realizing that not everyone is going to think the same way and there's really no need or no point in trying to convince people to believe otherwise. So that's the energy that we've been in and now the energy is going to shift um, into the north node of Taurus which is basically resembling 
us trying to live out a more simplified life, one that is more connected to the earth, more grounded, more present in this moment, more focused on our own physical body. And I think that this is going to be very, very necessary because as we're moving into this intense air energy, things are going to be way more in our heads. Um, energy is going to be moving a lot quicker. Things are going to be changing a lot faster. It's going to feel chaotic and ungrounded. And so having the North Node move into Taurus is basically giving us um, the antidote for this and saying we need to be in our physical bodies, present in the moment, simplifying our life and simplifying it um, on an emotional level as well. So if there are people or events or things in your life that are causing you know, more chaos and disruption than need to be there, then it's time to remove those things. And I feel like that is part of what this partial lunar eclipse in Taurus on November 19th is about. It's about releasing those things that are causing more drama or chaos or hardship or overcomplication of life. And it's streamlining things, allowing ourselves to, to live more simply. And then on December 4th, um, right after that, we're going to have Venus retrograde in Capricorn. And I do feel like this is a continuation of that energy where we are examining our relationships and we're seeing which ones are adding to that complication and which ones are really still in alignment with us. Because at this point in time, we would have changed so much because this year is going to be crazy, you guys. We're going to be changing so much internally, externally, everything in our lives um, will be slightly different. And so because when, whenever we make that kind of change, there's no way that all of our relationships are going to change in the same way with us because everyone is going to be changing this year. It's just a matter of time before some people change in different ways that aren't necessarily in alignment with who we are anymore. And so this Venus retrograde on December 4th is going to give us an opportunity to look at those relationships um, and kind of cut out the things and the people that aren't really working anymore. Um, and I also think it's just going to be, I mean, it's just going to be kind of a hard time in general because Venus retrograde is never really that pleasant for relationships. However, the people that are meant to be with you and remain with you will still be there after the retrograde period. And that retrograde period will give you a chance to address any issues that have come up or to see them more clearly and then you can fully resolve them when Venus does move direct. Then on December 24th, right before Christmas, we have Saturn making another square with Uranus. This time Saturn is direct. So I feel like this is, um, this. I mean, it's the same type of energy that we've been dealing with where Saturn is saying, okay, time to dismantle the old, time to make changes, time to, to feel uncomfortable so we can make those changes um, right now. Um, but I do feel like this is going to be much more positive because just four days later, Jupiter is going to be entering Pisces where he is exalted. And so this is going to give us more blessings, more abundance, more ease and flow. It's going to just give us better energy, essentially. And so even though Saturn is going to make a square to Uranus, I feel like Jupiter is sweeping in and saying, yes, okay, we need to make changes, but here is the vision, here is what we're building towards, and I'm going to make things a little bit more benevolent and easier on you guys. So I think that's going to be super positive. And then also wherever you have Pisces in your chart, having Jupiter enter there is just going to likely bestow you with some kind of blessing. Maybe you've been working hard these last 
you know, year and a half, two years on yourself and on your energy and on your purpose and Jupiter moving into Pisces will start to recognize that um, and start to bestow more blessings into whatever area of life um, Pisces falls in. And then I also pulled um, tarot and oracle cards. So I pulled the Queen of Wands and the oracle card of the Black Moon Lilith. So the Queen of Wands is really about us stepping into our confidence. And I feel like this whole year of changes and of Aquarian energy as well is about us becoming more of our true selves, more of our authentic selves. Um, not being afraid to stand out from the crowd and shine our light in whatever ways we've been maybe holding back from in the past. And so I love this Queen of Wands here saying, this is us finally kind of breaking through that, um, finally showing our best and truest selves and really embodying our intuition and our confidence in a way that makes us feel like leaders of our own lives and can inspire others to do the same. And then the Black Moon Lilith card, I feel like is tapping into a very similar energy of being willing to be very independent and to do things your own way, even if that means leaving behind the people and the things that you know, weren't in alignment for you, even if you love them deep down, but it's just not moving you forward. It's just not in alignment, you know, having the courage to leave those things behind, um, you know, regardless of how others perceive you. And I do think that that is going to come up with this Venus retrograde. And so this Black Moon Lilith card is kind of hinting at that in order for us to remain in our power, which I feel like this entire year is really prepping us to step into that energy. So I'm really excited for 2021. I think it's going to bring some much, much needed changes. And of course, you guys, I will be updating you with all of the new and full moons as the year moves on. And so I hope that you subscribe and have a really wonderful day. And I'll talk to you later. Bye. Thank you guys so much for staying tuned to that episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. And if you did, please leave a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this. Also, don't forget to check out willowsbloom.com to book an astrology reading or to join my business astrology course. I can't wait to see you guys there. Have a great one. Bye.